What's good, man? I see you got your little little feng shui going on over there with the fish in the background, man. I had to switch the the mood for a little bit. I had to make it look like I was in a tropical island. (laughs) Respectfully, I see it, man. I see it. What's good, though? Yeah, listen, everybody. Uh, Welcome to episode four of the 40 Central Podcast. Uh, Sorry, we're a little bit late, a little technical difficulties, but we're going to roll. We're going to roll. Yeah, how was your day, man? It was good, man. Um, went outside, did a little running, got a little exercise in. Um, I think I'm dropping a couple of pounds. Um, that's the goal, at least. I got caught in that snow flurry on my way oh, to the liquor store. Crazy, bro. Yeah, it was crazy. Me like, too. I'm I was one minute I'm going, outside. Yo, yeah, it's it's wild. I, was, I, was, I took moment. the baby downstairs to go to the liquor store. You got caught up? And then that shit was like snowing. Nah, nah. He went right back upstairs. I was like, nah, ain't good. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, man, y'all, you, I'm trying to lose some weight, too. We saying here making quarantine 15 really a thing. Yo, that's the thing that's going to... It's going to surprise a lot of people, man. It's going to be like... It's... How people come out of this is going to be like... You're either going to have improved in something stood the same or have gone backwards those yeah, are only word. three ways that you can go and like I, in the beginning it was cool because you know we don't know when this we ain't know when it was going to end we ain't know how but now that we see that we've been here for a while it's like all right you gotta we gotta start picking up some some better habits yeah bro i bought a, a detox tea that shit been, that shit been hitting mm. i don't really want to talk about that on live though but that shit <laughs> <laughs> what kind oh, of what so, kind of tea is it? Oh, it's uh, it's like a it's like a detox tea. It has like um, uh, like hemp in it. It's, it's good. It's like it, it takes out all the shit from your body. It's working, bro. I I seen I seen a difference in my stomach in three days. You're putting in weed in your stomach. Okay, if it works, it works. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right, before we start, um. We need, if you on here and you want to comment, we need y'all to let StreamYard take your name and let you let you talk to us. So right above is a, it's a link. Just click that link and it's going to let you just let us see who's, who's talking to us. Mm-hmm. But what's up, man? So what you want? We're going we're gonna to we're gonna start. Uh, today we're going to start a little heavy. So um, we want to we want to say uh, rest in peace to how, how you say his name, JP? Ahmad Arbery, young man yeah. gunned down while jogging by two uh, by two white men. Unfortunately, you know it's a it's a tragic tragic event. It's one of those things that's like you don't you would never expect somebody that you care about to say yo i'm going out for a jog 
and then not come home because of something like this. And like during a time like this, where we're all locked in our homes and we may have been with our significant others, what we think too much, um, you know, things like this remind us that that life is short and life is unexpected and we're not the ones that are writing the plans. And it's important that, you know, even though you may be tired of your girlfriend, you may be tired of your boyfriend, you may be tired of your mom, you may be tired of dad, grandma, brother, sister, as as annoying as they may be, you would much rather have them here. Right. So uh, I agree with you, man. Go ahead, go ahead, finish it, finish it, finish it. Nah, that was basically it. Um, and it just it just goes to show that like we have to use this this time where we are told to stay together to really cherish that time as as best as we could. Yeah, word. Well, well, I agree with you. It's time, like it's a tough time, and um, well, I had the story all wrong. So when I first seen it, I thought that uh, the same like you when I spoke to you about it, um. We thought that it happened recently, and uh, mm-hmm. crazy how it happened in February, February 23rd to be exact. And it's like, damn, it had to take that long for us to get justice over somebody who wasn't doing anything wrong but taking the job. That's like, that's like, and I'm God forbid this happens, but you just jog today. And what if I seen you today and I lost you tomorrow? But you just jogging, like, yeah. like it's not. It's we got we got to do better as a people. We got to do better as as, as everything because. It's not, it's not fair. And I was thinking that same thing, like you said, um, like during this quarantine time, you, you, you want them there, right? So I was thinking, I'm like, damn, maybe he hasn't seen his family. Maybe we don't know if he had, I didn't really look into it so much. So if I'm wrong and anybody says anything, just correct me or correct us. But I don't know if he had a fam, like kids. I don't know if he lived with his by himself or his parents and then so in my head i'm like damn during this quarantine time somebody gonna do that while he's jogging and just trying to get out the house because he can't do anything else but three months bro what what how, how, three months for us to even know that it's crazy because they it so the way that i are hearing i'm seeing it it was portrayed is really like it didn't matter until the video came out right Right, and then allegedly the video only came out because, I guess the guy, the the aggress the the shooter the killer, like one of his friends I think was trying to, like help him, like it was one of those things that like they were he was trying to like show that like, he was in the right. Wait, the wait the guy who shot the video was was. Was the guy who friend. shot the, was the was the murderer's friend. Right. The man who was with them. The reason or not. But the reason why he released it is because he wanted to show that his friends who did the murder were actually innocent. And if that's true, if that's true, I think we have to get more information on exactly what happened. Because I'm hearing two different sides. I'm hearing... One side where it's saying that he was just jogging, they ran down on him, they just gunned him down. Then I hear another side where they were they were tussling. There was a tussle. Where... I seen the tussle though. Yeah, okay, so then that happened. See, I didn't I didn't even watch I didn't I, wa- I watched I the video. I don't watch those videos. I don't watch uh, those videos. I hate watching those videos. At this point, like I'm I'm sick and tired of watching those videos. 
But um, this I'm, this is just from what I've heard. Like there was another story where it was saying like he was the aggressor, and I'm like I don't I don't know which side to believe. I don't know what's true, what's not true. But what I do know is that this is another situation to why we have to understand the importance of gun control. Yeah, that's what I took away from it. Not saying that him having a gun would have saved his life, because I don't know what happened, right? If if the first story is true that they just hopped out and shot him, whether or not he had a gun wasn't gonna help. But it's not going to hurt you, right? But in the communities that we grow up in, we only look at it as you you have to be a criminal to have a gun. Whereas like, nah, yeah. this is why we have to we have to know our rights because you are entitled based on the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, to be able to protect you and your property. Would you think that he was going to go for a job carrying his gun? He didn't think that was going to happen to him. Pro- of course not. Of course not. You know what I mean? Like, depending, on, depending on where you at, depending on you where you at. You might need that strap. You might need it. And who's to say that, like, I don't know what neighborhood he was in. What if right. he was in a neighborhood where he was unfamiliar I think he was, with? I think he was, he was uh, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he was in his own neighborhood. He was jogging around his own neighborhood, so okay. We don't we don't know. Oh, listen, guys, whoever's listening, we don't we we we're not one hundred percent. We don't know what's going on. We just going by what what we've seen. So, but I got something here that says um, one of the men charged in the murder. He reportedly previously investigated him when he worked at the uh, at the district attorney's office. So the the guys were knew the DA and you said that he knew the what the governor yeah I think I don't know if he I'm not gonna say he knew him again this is all allegedly because I don't yeah. know the facts here allegedly there was a photo of him and uh, uh, both the shoot both the guys with the governor allegedly so, there's a photo of them together so I, I just find that a little bit funny that it's been three months and I, I read that the D, he the DA was telling the cops not to to show this and not to prosecute these men. See, now you so, took away that, and I looked at it yeah. a different way. What I looked at it is, we have to know, uh, we have to be involved in politics. Mm-hmm. This is it. This goes to show that if you have the right people in positions of power, you can make things work for you. Okay. So now, if you think about that in terms of like how that works in New York, people, nobody knew who Governor Cuomo was before quarantine. Only the person we really looked to as a leader was De Blasio, but now we starting to understand that we starting to see that we have to know who are who are the leaders of our states, the leaders of our communities, and the leaders of our countries, because when shit hits the fan, that's the first people we're going to turn to, and if they're not people who we can trust, we see the outcome of that now. Okay, so uh, you see that comment that was just posted. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Uh, he I mean, said, "This is two white dudes who approach the man. May he rest in peace." Jogging him because they say he stole someone's bike, and also because he was black, they came out with guns. And one of one was a shotgun. They fought with the man and they let off three shots into his abdomen. Abdomen. And he said, "This is a a black white thing, racist bastard." <laughs> nah, that was crazy. It's that was true. Crazy. It's crazy, but, but, so yeah, and it's it's it sucks. It, it really sucks. It really sucks that that we gotta like 
I feel like I feel like we do this every month or every couple of weeks or something like that. There's somebody that we have to say rest in peace to over somebody who is just is just they're just I don't know. They just don't know. I don't know if they just don't know or they just want to be like that or or like like we are we all just, we all have the same blood running through our veins. And you know, there's no difference between us. And I don't know if like like I don't understand why. Like it I, it, it, it hurts me to see stuff like that. Like I, I just can't, man. I think it's it, it's part of the reason why things like this continue is because in areas like this, they know there's not going to be a retaliation. Like, if I have the government in my back pocket, I got the DA mm-hmm. in my back pocket, and I know that if I kill this person, there isn't going to be any time. I'm going to be okay. If I'm that community, I'm going to be fine, which is why you yeah. don't really see these things happen vice versa, right? Because so, so, All right. I'm going to uh, finish because I want to ask you about that, what you just said right there. Go ahead. All right. Um, and you, the reason why we don't see these reversed is because we know what'll happen if we do something like that. If the racial ties were different, we know the outcome before we even pull the trigger. We know there's going to be a retaliation, but when it's vice versa, like you said, we're going to throw the t-shirts on, we're going to start the hashtags, and then we're going to go back to going right back to our daily lives as if nothing happened until it happens to somebody that you know personally then all of a sudden we want to take it really serious but as of right now we're just nothing but a bunch of hashtags hoopla uproar until november and then we're going to go right back to our normal lives okay so if the roles were reversed right mm-hmm. they would have got these they would have got these men let's say it was like three black guys Mm-hmm. And one white guy, they would have got them immediately. What 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 has to be done for us to change that stigma? I mean, it's not. I'm not saying that we could do this in a day. I'm not saying that we could do this in a year. But we got to try. Like, what do what do we do to to change something? Is that even the slightest change could probably help somebody? But what the, what can we do in that sense? Like, because if we go outside and we beat somebody up, or we don't beat somebody up, or we allegedly beat somebody up, we fucked. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same, and and it's like sometimes it's tough going through day to day thinking about like shit, like which we do. Like damn, if I go over there and I do something, I'm gonna be fucked, not him. Mm-hmm. Like what, what? 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 Where do we go from there? I think we have to. We look at our gang culture and our communities as something negative, and there are some positives in it that we can adapt. And one of those things that we need to adapt as a whole is understanding that there will be a retaliation if you do something to one of us. Meaning, like, if I was to go outside right now and I saw a crit member and I slapped the spit out his mouth, I know for a fact there's going to be a retaliation. Without, like, no matter where I am, as long as I'm in the neighborhood, I'm going to have to worry about that for as long as I'm out there until we, we fix that situation. And that's something that we have to adapt as a people. And there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with protecting yourself. There's nothing wrong with being prepared for a situation like that. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that love for each other that we see amongst that type of culture amongst, amongst that gang culture 
is something that we need to adapt as a community again. There used to be a time where people really cared about their neighbor. Right. That that really was a time. It, even in the projects, people cared about their neighbor. They cared about their building. They cared about their block. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's not like that no more. At all. And until we get could at least get back to that, but we cared for each other just because we all in the all a part of that same community, then these things are going to continue to happen because they know that they can do stuff and not have any backlash. This is this is wild, and and gang culture, and I felt like uh, gang culture changed um, before when it, when gang. I, I feel like when gangs first started, it was to protect their neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. don't come over here because, and now it's just like, yo, I'm just, I'm this, I'm that, I'm, I'm going to go over there, I'm going to do all that. So, like, yeah, we got to get back to protecting ourselves and we got to get back to protecting each other. But, mm -hmm. but uh, us, as uh, growing up too, I think that we have to protect these young kids. You know, we got to show them, like, yo, this is we got to do. But you know what? It's just not a me, us thing. It's everybody thing. Like, we got to, we got to protect each other because shit like this shouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, we never gonna stop it, and, and and I'm sorry to say, but we're gonna we're gonna say it again. Damn, oh man, rest in peace to somebody else. We always gonna say it. Mm -hmm. But and what scares me about it is that it's hard for the moment, and then just people just forget. Mm -hmm. and on on a daily, like they just like, all right, but what, what happened to everybody else? Oh, but the, but when the one year anniversary comes, everybody's back up and on. But what happened to the last nine months? Did you care? But, and I think as a, as a society, I think that we are getting like we're not we're not phased by it anymore. I think that we are just we we just like oh okay somebody else died. Uh, rest in peace. We told the shirt to like you said we we light the candles. We got there and we go about our day until somebody else dies. And that 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 we gotta we gotta change that in some type of capacity because we just losing our humanity. I think like that. Yeah. And I remember when I was um, teaching eighth grade, I used to be an eighth grade teacher in Brooklyn, Brownsville, Brooklyn. And this was at a time where, like, it was like a string of events where, like, I think it was like three murders in like a span of a few months. It was like, it wasn't Michael Brown. I forgot the names, but, and that just goes to show how bad it is because now it's happening so much, I'm forgetting the names. But um, they, it got to the point where it's like one of my students said, yo, I don't even care about this anymore. Wow. And if our kids are thinking like this, these kids are going to one day be adults, mm -hmm. right? And they're going to be the protectors and providers of their community. And if they're already believing that right then and there that they don't need to care, that's scary. Yeah. That's scary. But I think uh, instead of making this a trending topic, I think we have to come up with ways in which we can try to prevent these things from happening. Like, I hate to see that we want to organize and we want to do things better after the fact. Let's let's see, what can we do to try to prevent the next one from happening as best as we can? Not saying that we are guaranteed to stop it, but we need to have those conversations on how we can stop these from happening. So I know on my part, I'm going to try to do whatever I can to build the relationship between the police and our community. And one thing that I want to do is I want to have a youth council mm -hmm. where... We get teenagers, high school, maybe like 10 or 11 teenagers. They'll be a part of that youth council and they're gonna be the advocates for our community in terms of what do they want in their neighborhood. 
And then I want them to have the power of a vote. So anytime the NYPD has a vote on something that pertains to us in Throgs Neck, I want those kids to have a vote as one. That's one thing hey, that, I want to go in there and talk about. Hey, that's something that you need to really do, though, because that that's, that sounds like that sounds like a, a good plan. Because okay. the way I see it, like we got to go back to the days where it's like, if your daughter goes outside, that's my daughter as well. I know, I know that somebody watching her and could see it. Like I know that she's outside, she's safe. Exactly. When we was young, bro, like I could be in my living this building. They used to live on the one on Dewey, and everybody knew who the hell was going where when we was going anywhere and and they knew to watch us and if i did something stupid they they used to try to they would beat my ass too mm -hmm. yep like like we like as, as society we changing as 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 adults we changing you can't you can't tap your kid you can't hit your kid you can't you can't scream at them like we changing like i used to get beat up outside because if 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 I would if I would disrespect my mother, you remember all the, all the people that is on Dewey or the O'Head, mm -hmm. they used to beat the shit out of me. Yep. Like, yes. but it's, it's, it's we have to we have to we have to change something. And somebody has to be that change. And I don't know if it's, if it it got to start from us or it got to start from above us. It got to start from governors. It got to start from president. Man, but we gotta we gotta figure something out soon because we always gonna write this rest in peace somewhere. Yeah. I and one day it's gonna good. be somebody you love and, and that's not, god forbid and i don't want, I don't want, I don't you want it I mean? to be that way you know i don't want it to either i i i will not want that and that's why I'm, i want to start with our community start i think we got to start with within, within our control right so it right. starts at home it starts at home when you have to really have that conversation with your son or daughter about what you need to do when interacting with police Mm -hmm. Sadly, we have to have those conversations. We shouldn't have to, but we have to. It's the reality of the world we live in. So right. it starts at home. And then it also continues through the adults in the community. How are the ones in the community making this a safe place for our children? Are they having positive interactions with police? Are they trying to have, are they at least trying to have that relationship? Because you could try and it doesn't work, and then that's fine. But you have to at least try to make that relationship work. Because these cops that police our communities they're not from here they go back to their homes some of them may be from new york but a lot of them they're not from here they didn't go to school here they don't have family here mm -hmm. they're not they don't have no type of ties to the life and uh, to the lifestyle that we go through so we have to help them understand who we are because they're not a part of this community but now that you you're you're here for your check you got a job to do Let's see how we can make that a little easier for you. So that way, anytime you, you interact with one of us, there's not so much tension behind it. Right. I want I want to speak on on that, but um, I want to finish up this this thing real quick. Um, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it's a question and a, and a, and a statement at the same time, but you said, "Why is it only important when the white man kills the black man?" Yet the gangsters uh, spoke of killing each other, mostly black on black crimes. The gangsters got to do better too, which which I agree. Like we can't kill each other. Mm -hmm. And then get mad when somebody else kill us. Mm -hmm. Like in, in a sense, it's, it's, it's hypocrisy. And in, 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 you know, I could do it, but you can't. No, mm -hmm. we shouldn't be doing it at all. Like, yeah, I don't like you, but I don't gotta kill you. You know, I mean, a lot of people don't like me. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't like a lot of other people. I'm not gonna go out there and shoot them for no reason. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, what, what what do you say to that? There's so many ways that we could answer that question, but, but um. I think the, the
the slight slightest little 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 difference is that when you're in a community where black people are, like if you're in a hostile community you don't feel safe approaching people who you think can harm you because you live in next door to them. so some people may not have the confidence to be like look i don't like what you're doing out there stop it or i'm a whatever call the police or whatever because they know that can come with some type of retaliation that they're not prepared for so that's just the little, the little, 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 not ex God giving it any excuse at all, but that's just the little, 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 little difference. All right. And then you have the, you have the bigger picture of the criminal life is the criminal life. As long as just innocent people aren't getting hurt. So you have some people who believe like, okay, if these two rival gangs are going at it, then that's just them going at it. And that's their business. And however that plays out plays out not because you have crime in all races right you have like that it, it happens but the real issue is when innocent people get hurt i don't think that it i don't think crime like criminal organizations that's just the world we we we're gonna have that regardless like that's not gonna ever ever go anywhere we're always gonna have criminal organizations we're always gonna have gangs that is never gonna change but I do think that we need to take that energy from the gangs in our community and make it a positive energy. I think gangs right. can be positive. I think gangs can be the ones who can be the protectors of our community to where, God forbid, if something happens, we know who we can go to for the muscle. We right. know that these people are going to be our front line of defense if we're ever infiltrated. But I think... Um, I can see the black on black crime argument and I and I could I could understand that. I can understand that because um I just think that overall we have to value our lives. We have to put value on our lives. And as long as we making it okay for us to kill each other, one, and then for other people to kill us, what are we really talking about? Until that changes, what are we really talking about? Mm. I mean, I agree with you. I just, I just think that we all got to do better. Like, it's nothing more I can say. To you. I think you hit it right in the head, but I just think that at the end of the day, we all got to do better. Like, because if we, if we don't, our kids don't, their kids don't. You know, we just, we go in a vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. um, I also want to say, uh, rest in peace to that security guard who, uh, who worked at Dollar Tree. Uh, he, uh, nobody, they, nobody knows what it is. He worked at Dollar Tree as a security guard. He he basically told the lady, "Hey, listen, put a your daughter, your kid. I don't know if it's a daughter, but your kid needs a face mask to be in the store for her protection." She left. She got mad, had an argument with him. Then she went. You all right? And then I'm sorry. And then she went to her husband and her son, and then they went and shot the guy. Like. I'm, I'm at the end of the day, he was protecting your, your, your little child. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I want to say rest in peace to him. And I want so to much. just, uh, oh, and little Richard died today too. So rest in peace, little Richard. <laughs> little Richard? That was, yeah, man. Really? Yeah. Rest in peace. 
Wow. Well, uh, well, yeah, let's get off the. I don't want to be on the, the sad part anymore. Oh, um, wait, one more, one more, one more, one more point. One more sad thing. What? Well, just because uh, I think it ties into the comment that um, who said that comment? Who asked that question about the oh. gang black on black crime? Well, just tying that back into black Mika. on black crime and that question. Yeah, like where's Black Lives Matter when things like that happen? Mm. Where's the hashtag for that person when that happens? When we're doing it amongst each other? And I think that's what she was, She, if, I don't want to call her wrong, but I think that's what she was trying to get at when she asked that question, is when we're doing it to each other, where's that same energy, where's that same emotion amongst ourselves as opposed to when a white person does it to us. So that's all I wanted to say on that. Okay. I mean, I mean, anything else you got to say about uh, about that whole thing or not? You're good. Um, everybody look into owning a firearm. Um, look into it. If you're in a different state, look up. You should know your state laws. You should know your rights. Um, I just had a, a great conversation with um my brother Trig. Um, he gave a he gave a great suggestion. He said that we should have our rights plastered in every single building in our community. People should know their rights. The same way we have all these different flyers of different things that we don't even really attend or support. One thing that we do need in every single building is our rights and people should know that. So I'm going to look into into that and see how we can get that done. I actually think Trig is in here right now. Oh, he is? I, hope I think so. so. I think so. I, 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 I think so. I've seen it I'm on the Facebook, but uh, I need if he is in here, I need you to, to go to that stream yard and let and let us see your name, bro, because we can't see it uh, all the on this one we done. So um getting back to like um the topic of like the security guards, um you brought up the cops, right? Um how 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 can we build a better relationship between police and communities? Um I think that um we should have homegrown police like you had a conversation with a young man yesterday and really it really caught my eye and i was listening to a lot um people who live here know what it is here you know you know the crazy lady that just walks around screams you know the little kid that just runs around and he doesn't you know who's who and i'm only saying that because of years back when that that um the autistic guy got shot by the cop because they didn't that cop didn't know that area mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about yep so i'm just i think that if we have people who want to be cops that live in the area i think that you should put them in that area i think that that helps to the better the communities but also like young man was saying um we need to stop making fun of people that want to do that just because i don't want to be a cop and I and maybe I don't like the cops, or maybe my family doesn't like the cops for a certain type of reason. I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that to you if that's your dream, because then we take kids out of it, and they they don't want to be it no more because it, it's not cool to you guys. Like we have to stop making everything else cool and let make if that's what you want to be, then be that because we could use you because we need you in any in any aspect, right? Nah, and I wholeheartedly agree. Like, we need to have that conversation with our youth about, look, we're tired of complaining about law enforcement. We think that this is something that you all should try to tackle by becoming law enforcement. 
You can't change anything from the outside looking in. Period. As long as you're outside, they're not going to listen to what you have to say. But we have to train that. We have to change the, the status quo about NYPD and police enforcement from day one. And this is why I'm saying like we have to have a good relationship with the NYPD now. Because then that'll change the, the relationship between them and our children. If we don't get along with them as adults, then that energy is going to be passed down to our children. Right. So, so we got we to gotta start it. We have to start it, and then it'll trickle down to the children because they'll see like, oh, they're not all that bad. This is not an organization that I, I'm i just I'm just shunned out of because of what I look like and where, where I come from. Like, no, like you can be a kid from the hood, join the Explorers, and become a police officer. And now you understand what the life is like in the communities that you're policing. But what we do in our neighborhoods, oh, you want to be Explorers? Fuck out of here bugging like they make fun of he said yo like they would make fun yeah of that's him. what he said Nah, he said that i, I was listening he said and he said that make, a lot of people make fun of him but he, he don't care though he don't care but look about what about the kids that do care what about the kids exactly. that stop the program because other people will make fun of them and he's probably going to be the first one to have a forty thousand dollar fifty thousand however much they're going to be making by the time he's eligible to join right he's going to be the one with a good pension so he's right. going to be the one to have the last laugh Right, as opposed to his friends, that the ones that are laughing at him who don't know what they want to do with their lives are gonna be the ones trying to figure it out later. But he already has his plan now at 18. Well, when he joined, I think he was like 15. He already had his plan, so he was ahead of the eight ball. I think, I think he's. I don't know. I, th- I think I called him. I thought he said 13. Oh, they start at 13. He might. He might start. I think he started young. I think he started. I think young, yeah. But... I, when I came in, I, I came in at it, and I think he said 13 that he wanted to do it. Or whatever like that, because his mom took him to like a thing or something like that. I don't remember what he said, but, but that's good. I think that's what we need, though. I think we need that. But but they said it. They said it right here. He said, "Uh, that's tough because people would take advantage of somebody. Like you think that like that because he's becoming the cop, I'm gonna take advantage of him, or you gotta, or, or it's a bro code, or like what do you think that that? How does that have to change? I mean." end of the day i'd rather get you in and deal with that problem later like right now we're not even we're not really at the table like that um but i do think that we need to have people in first let's just get them in let's get let's get them behind the shield right right let's get the right ones behind there because right now there's people that's taking advantage of them and we don't even know who they are right mm. and these are people these are ending with people's lives getting lost like that's how they're taking advantage of people out there but to answer that question, I mean, I feel like there's going to be, there's, that's going to happen regardless. You're going to have some people, like, it depends if your heart is in it or not. Like, if you're going to join it for the right reasons, then you're going to do the right thing. If you're going to join it for the wrong reasons, we just have to hope that the people who are doing it right are checking the ones that are doing it wrong. Simple as that. But I don't think that, like, we should discourage them from joining because they may take advantage of them. Like, nah, like, if you know a good-hearted kid, like, introduce him to a police officer. Like, my nephew wants to be, uh, um, he wants to be a detective. I wholeheartedly support that. I told him, join Explorers. But he thought it was corny. And that's, and that's the stigma that the neighborhood puts on an organization like that. But if you wanted to join, if you wanted to join PAL, or you wanted to join Kips Bay basketball team, or if you wanted to join the Harlem, Harlem Knights football team, Everybody's gonna clap and support you. 
yeah, you go yeah. do that. But now when you talk about doing something that could potentially help our community, you gonna call that corny? Where does that come yeah. from? We got we gotta change that, man. We gotta we got we gotta just everybody gotta do it. Like if 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 your if your little cousin, little nephew, like you said, or daughter, son wants to wants to pursue it, you can have your own feelings, but you you just motivate them to do it. Like mm-hmm. so, we need we need good cops. We need we need good people in general in our in in all those organizations to to help us in that in the long run. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, but I mean, I think just it's a it's a difficult conversation because you have to have it with the people who who don't like police officers already. Like, I know a lot of my friends don't like police officers. Like, and I and I'm and I understand why they don't. I don't even like all police officers, and it's, but it's like I know that I have to get over that if I want it to be a better day for our youth. Because you're gonna have you're gonna have police officers that go in and do the wrong thing that come from communities that we come from, like that's yeah. gonna happen. Because some people yeah. get, some people get succumbed to power. Power can be evil, but for a kid like that, who I know personally. And I know that his heart is in the right place. I trust and I will support his any in any way I could to help him reach that goal. Oh, that you know what's crazy? Uh he said uh, you know that, that kid Junior who 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 was uh killed on basket, he was an explorer too. That's that's crazy. That's sad. Yeah. That's sad. That, that's sad, man. That's sad. And that's man, it, like it's it's such a sad topic, but it's a necessary topic to have because this is about our youth and our future and if we're not having these conversations now then we're going to just allow them to continue to have those conversations for us and if they having those conversations on behalf of us and we're not at the table these things are going to keep happening and more hashtags are going to keep popping up by the day yeah no i agree i agree and yo rick i need a hat and a shirt so JT got the hat. I need. I need a hat and a shirt. Yeah. And and go back to the beginning of it. So we started with we started with your song. So. Oh, he's in. He's in here. Yeah, he's in here. Shout out to my guy. We started. We started with it. We we started with it. Shameless plug. Go to all platforms. Listen to love for the love of the game. Also, the video is out right now by Eagle Eye Media. Shout out to Rick Rude, pushing the forty in every way he could. Appreciate you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anything else yeah, you want to go let's, on top on that? Nah, man. Let's 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 the clown six nine. No comment. We got We got. We got to talk about this clown, man. Wow. Listen, I'm gonna. I know how you feel about it, man. You spoke off camera. We know how each other feel about it. I'm. I'm just gonna play devil's advocate. I do not think what he does is right. I'm just gonna play devil's advocate to to you to you. So, that, what do you think about about it? What do you think about what he said? How he came back? Um, in general, what do you think? 
All right. I think this is such a – I hate this topic. Oh, my God. So do I. It's, all, it's, it's based on a set of rules that have been broken millions of times. So mm. how – so I want to start it with that, right? The rule of no snitching. Like, if you're going to live a criminal lifestyle, rule number one is that if you get caught, you are caught. Right. You can't say F the law, and then when you get caught by the law, use the law to get away from the law. That's that's hypocritical. Mm -hmm. Right? But, in this particular instance, he did it because he felt like the people who were with him did not have his interest anymore, and they were trying to kill him. I, in my opinion, how I feel about it, a rat's a rat. You snitch, you snitch. If you were living a criminal lifestyle and then now you're using the law to get out of the criminal lifestyle, then no, I can't. Me personally, I don't, I can't respect that. Which is why I don't like having this conversation because it's like, I understand that everybody really understands that code. So it's like, him doing it isn't that big of a deal to most people. But when you see somebody that you care about get locked up because of that, because of that rule, I right. can't, it, it, hits, it hits me differently because I know somebody who has been to prison because of snitching. So now when I see okay, people, can, what happened? Yeah. I ain't hear what you said, what? No, nah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh. I said go ahead, it just messed up in my headphones. Oh, no, nah, what I was saying is like, it, it hits me personally because I know somebody who was in prison right now because somebody who he trusted snitched on him, right? So now when I see this happen and people are saying it's okay, it's like, I, I, I don't, it, it doesn't correlate with me, but I understand how everybody understands that code. So it's like, when they say like, oh, I don't care, He's just a rapper, or yada yada yada. They were trying to kill him. All right, like I, I hear that part, but I'm not. I don't. I don't jack that. I'm not jacking the six nine coming back movement. I'm not listening to his music. I'm not watching none of his videos. None of that. What you think? Because you say you're gonna play that. Uh, I'm. I, listen. I'm on your side. Mm -hmm. I don't like. I, I first of all, I never listen. I never really listen to his music. Doesn't doesn't do anything to me. Um, I just wasn't really a big fan of his anyway. So, and I just knew that he wasn't about what he was about. What he said he was about. I knew that he was going to snitch. Everybody knew he was going to snitch. So just to play devil's advocate, I'm just going to do this for some content here. Now, I'm not. Yeah, listen, listen, we creating content, um, man. We create content. Yeah. You fucking my baby mother while I'm on the road. This is what I'm seeing people writing. Uh, this is, mm -hmm. um, you tried to kill me. You kidnapped me. You, uh, he said something about like threat on his, on his, on his mom's life by his people that he was supporting. Um, and there was something else that I read that I'm just probably like, uh, he said, who is he supposed to be loyal to? People who wasn't loyal to him? 
that in my eyes, him saying stuff like that is making these people around him and everybody who he had, this guy had two million views on his on his somebody said stealing the money, they were stealing the money from him. He had two million views on his stream for eight minutes. I just don't I just think that I'm trying to get myself out of thinking how you think. So I was like, just like yeah, I'm trying yeah, to like, because <laughs> my my views want to come out, and I just I just <laughs> don't like I, I I don't like it. But mm-hmm. um, just to be devil's advocate, I, what if that was if that was you, and they did all that to you, would you have done the same? See, and I and I hear that argument too, and it's like. I wouldn't put myself in that situation where I'm involved in criminal activity from the jump just for fame. Like, you you put yourself in that circle. You sought them. They gave you an opportunity. You sought them, and then you worked with them for you get to, to, to try to get that clout. Like, I, like, you saw everything. That, like, you didn't just snitch on what they did to you. They snitched on everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, you snitched on the entire organization. Every little detail. Like you got people that probably didn't even wasn't even cool with you like that. Like people who's like five, six, seven times removed from the group in prison right now. Like you brought every you brought everybody down. And it's like if if you were so worried about the criminal organization, then you would have called the police a long time ago. You would have brought the feds in a long time ago. Unless you were isn't, that the, isn't that the same? What you mean? Like me calling the police on this criminal organization that I'm with, that I that I that I am. Okay. Like so if, if, if you're gonna be a snitch, you might as well do it in the beginning. That's what I'm saying. If it was about okay. if it was about you. the reasons for why you really said if they was hurting you like this from the beginning, or he says he didn't know about it. All right, that's fine. But I'm talking about all the other things that you ratted on. If that was such a big issue to you, you should have said that when it was going on. Okay. I, I like that argument because I didn't have I haven't heard that one in a long I haven't heard that one in a long. That's and that's all I'm saying. Like don't don't rat on the people that probably didn't that probably wasn't even messing with you like that. They were just a part of the group. They're doing whatever they're doing. And now they're in prison because you don't want to do time for the crimes that you did. You like they brought you in. It wasn't like you just can't they just like, yo, you wanna come in and tell us about the organization? No, like you had charges pending against you. Right. You were involved in that lifestyle. You saw the racketeering. You saw the, the embezzlement. All everything that you brought up in that courtroom, you saw that before they came on down on the organization. But now that when your back is against the wall, you want to put everybody down. Hey, some people understand it because they would say if it was me and they were threatening to kill me and all this other stuff, I would do the same thing, and I understand that. Yeah, like uh, like Jay said, it was all his fault for using he 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 used these people to that he didn't really know to get famous. He used the bloods to get famous, and okay, he did it right. But yeah, I hate this topic. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so he did that. He he used them. He didn't. He he didn't. But it. So now it's gonna be like glorified that it's okay, because he did it. 
and that's what bothers me because it, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, you can you can snitch on us and not and not and not get beat up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, you can't you can't do that. But can, I'm gonna continue to play devil's advocate here because I'm, I'm trying hard to do it. Mm-hmm. Because, um, but I hope somebody said if dudes are still throwing your mom from some street stuff, then that murder was the case. But he wasn't a real thug, so he sang like Mariah. <laughs> Well, he he did, but I've, I went on that live and I, and I wanted to see it because I wanted to talk about it with you on this platform. So I watched it. Um, I've seen multiple, 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 multiple blue check marks in there saying the king is back. Six, nine, um, which really blew my mind because I wasn't expecting that. You know what I mean? Um, what do you say to, because I know Meek and I know um, Snoop, they, he, they spoke out about it, right? Mm-hmm. But if you talk about it, you basically just like giving him more publicity. Mm-hmm. But Meek has a following. So if, if I say, yo, I've seen the video, now that makes all three million of his followers want to go look at a video. He has 16 million views on his video in two hours. That, that shit is ridiculous to me. I, I, didn't, go, I didn't go watch that. I'm not going to go watch that. But 16 million views in two hours? That means somebody likes what he's doing. Yeah, but I think part of that is because of all the hype that went behind it. Like, this is the first time we heard, we've heard him spoke since that happened. So, of course, he was going to have a lot of views. But to answer your question directly, with um, all the blue check marks saying that the king is back, I mean, or even Meek speaking about it, like, th- there's a there's a clear division. Like, either you support this, this behavior or you don't. Or you don't. Right, and if you're one of the people who support this behavior, then according to them, there really isn't much of a conversation for, for us to have. But the reason why that's so tricky is because I don't want to put that on somebody who never even cared about that lifestyle to begin with. So okay. if you were one of those people that, oh, look, I'm just listening to the music. I love the music. I don't really care about what's going on behind the scenes and all that other stuff. Like I'm just a fan of the, the music. Then it's like. All right, like, I can understand you not really caring about the snitching thing. But some people, like, this affects them differently. Like I said, like, this affected me personally in a situation that I know with somebody who I care about. So it's like, it affects everybody differently. But, like, end of the day, you have to support the music or you don't. If you don't mess with it, I don't think you got to go on Instagram and say that, like, oh, we got to finish this rat. And, like, I don't. you don't have to do that. You can because it's a free country. You can do what you want to do. But... Honestly, if you don't like what he did, just don't support the music. That'll be the biggest hypocrite. If you're saying all of this on social media that, oh, he's a rat, we can't have rats around, blah, 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 and then you playing his music, now that's different. That's, that's scary. That's scary, because now you're being two-faced. But yeah. if you're just one of those people, like, if like I'm not going to listen to his music. I didn't, I didn't, oh, I did, I, I'm not going to lie. I listened to his music when he was out. 
right? Because I like the energy behind it. But now that this happened, it's like, that's just an action I can't support. So it was like, I'm just not going to listen to his music no more. And I'm, and I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm perfectly, there's too much music out there for me to feel bad that I'm not going to listen to his music anymore. Oh, they saying yeah. that you a fan in the comments. You were a low-key 6 9 fan. That's they know I'm not in the comments. They know I'm not a fan. I have never had a 6 9 song in my phone ever. Like, never? Ever. Don't lie. Ever. Everybody's I, I no. swear to my kids, I've never added one of his songs in my phone. In the club, like if it's on and stuff like that, yeah, but I've never downloaded one in my phone. I swear to my son and my daughter, bro. Wow. Never. I mean, and I'm, so, I'm yeah. So Ashley said it would have been different if he came out and was like, "Listen, I'm living this life," and then he uh, he put his family in jeopardy, and I had to make choices and I learned and make changes. But he came back, uh, being about being about the same thing. Like, nah, I mean, I, I I hear that point, but end of the day, the way people see it, snitching is snitching. It don't matter. Like you saying your but family think, was in jeopardy. You put your family in jeopardy when you decided to join that lifestyle. Okay, I get you. But but what I think what what she's saying is like what what would, would have been different if he would have came out Daniel Hernandez and not six nine. Would you would have took uh, that different? No. Listen, I snitched. I'm not about that. I'm come out and I'm be different. If he came out and just acknowledged that he's a snitch, I think that actually makes it worse for him. Like, I don't think that you could just come I mean, out and be like... Bro, he opened up know. his live with bad boys, bad boys, what you're going to do with the cop. He acknowledged he's a snitch. And then what happened after that? They found a location and the police got I, him Yeah, out I, I was so just fast. about to bring that up. I was just about to <laughs> bring that up. They got him out there faster than an ambulance. That's how fast <laughs> he got out of here. So it was like, you're going to have to live that life. You're going to have to live like that forever. But... I think the real question is, can he have a career once this quarantine stuff is over? What do you think? You want me to, I, I think he can. Wow. Okay. You, 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 we, we, I had this argument with the, you, you know that. I think that people don't care. I think we care. I think, I think certain people care. I think groups care, but I think the majority, a lot of people don't care. When when I look in the, when I looked in that stream and seen the king is back and oh go ahead with music again. He had sixteen million views in a little and and less than a day. You know what I'm saying? I think that he could come back and make music, regardless if he makes it from his house or he makes it out. He don't have to do tour money mm-hmm. unless they kill him. He's gonna be able to have a career. Yeah, and that's the that's the tough part is that like people are gonna try to to really like eliminate this man, and that's something that like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit out here and promote that. Like I'm not about to say like oh go do this and fin-. like nah. I think it'll be then that's that's tough too because it affects people differently. So it's like I don't I don't want to I don't want to point which direction people should go when it comes to that. Like, I understand some people do feel like he needs to be dead and all of that other things, but, like, I don't really like to no, talk I don't, like I, that I about mean, people. Yeah, me, yeah, I agree. You know, so it's like, I don't want to push people's opinions in that conversation, 
But I do think it would be interesting to see where he is 30 years from now. Is this something that he can learn from? And then now once he gets older and more mature, help to make things better. Like, what if he's somebody who, once he hits, like, 35 years old, he's like, yo, like, I want to help community and police relations because of the situation I was in. Do you accept that? Because he's older now, he's more mature, he's not told about uh, the I, I'm not going to lie to you, I don't accept him anyway. Okay. I'm only being devil's advocate for this shit. Nah, I, mean, I, uh, I don't accept him at all. Like, I don't like it, I don't think it was cool, I don't think, but, um, but like Rick said, you see how fast he was found today. I think that he's always going to be found. I think oh, he he's going to have so much antics everywhere. Whatever he does, he's going to be found. Somebody's going to find him. And you and I, when I said like people, somebody killed him or something like that, I don't think that he's ever going to get shot. I think that he's an informant. And he's always going to be an informant. And they put him out here to be an informant. Mm-hmm. Anybody else he comes around, anything like he wants to come, they, you got to be you have to be careful because he's he's talking regardless. There's no way that you come out being the same thing, being the same person, doing the same thing. And he had like 80 cop cars around him, like once they found him. Like he he they don't want him to die. They need him alive. For some reason, they need him alive. So they're gonna they're gonna the person who 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 wants to get him. They're gonna they're gonna stop that before it even happens. So I, I feel like he will have a career because they're going to save him. Mm-hmm. When you say they need him, who's they? The, the cops. You think the cops need 6 9 I think the cops are going to use him as an informant and another other thing. Like, whoever fuck with him so. after that, they have, they, 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 he's not just letting him. They found his, his, his address and they got him out of there in, what, 2.5 seconds, you know? Mm-hmm. If they didn't care, they're not going over there. Yeah, they, I, mean, I, I think, think I, the police are going to be on his side, but I don't. I don't. That's think what that I'm saying. They, they care, like, because in order for you to be an informant, you have to be able to infiltrate an organization, like you did with um with with Treyway. Like nobody's nobody's letting him into an organization after what he did. Um, we did. Like that's never going to happen. So it's like that's what, and that's why I'm saying like. If he gets older and matures, like, and he evolves, like, I look at, and I don't, I'm not comparing the two names, but I'm just using this as an example. Like, Malcolm X was somebody who was in the streets. He did the street life. He was a hustler. He did the numbers, shotgun. He did all of that, right? But then he became to be Malcolm X. Not saying that this is this could be six nine, but what if he evolves to be somebody? Who's greater than what he is? Can that be acceptable? I don't, I don't think so. So once you, all right. So then, if you were snitch, you were snitch for the rest of your life. Yeah. I don't think that. So, I, okay. Like, like, so, like everybody's saying, like, is is nobody gonna fuck with him on the street level? Who he's gonna form right like that? But he's a snitch. Like, like who who is he gonna help in the end? Nobody gonna fuck with him. They can, they just, nobody's gonna fuck with him. I just don't think it, so. It depends on what he's talking about as an adult. Like, what if he wants to go to to wherever his home country is and help the people out there? 
Or what if he wants to help his community with the, the people who come from that country here? What if he wants to help them live a better life? What if he wants to be an ambassador? Listen, I'm not going to knock him for trying. I'm not going to say, yo, no, like I wouldn't want him to try it, but I wouldn't believe him. Like, okay. that's just personally, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe that he's going to do it for the good. I don't, wouldn't believe that he's doing it for kids. I, I think that he's opportunist and he's going to do whatever he does to get whatever he wants to do. Doesn't mean that he's going to do it for the right reason. If you're going to believe that he's going to 30 years down the line and he's 20 years down the line and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a changed person. If you believe that, then I give that to you. You know what I mean? And you have to change my mind. You got to change society's mind. But I don't believe that he's going to change. He came out doing the same shit. He, he, he already, he's already trolling Meek on his kid. Yeah, but he's well, he was in jail for a year and a half. So it's like he ain't get a chance to mature. So it's like that. Like, that's not a, a significant enough time. Listen, I'm in jail. I'm facing 40. Yep. I am facing 40. 40 central. You know what I'm saying? 40 black. Shameless black. <laughs> um, if I'm facing 40, I come out. I'm a different person. Nah. I'm not going to go. I'm a different person. I'm not. I, I left my. I left my kid. I left. His, he's. Well, I'm speaking to him. He left his girl. He left his kid, which seems like he didn't even go see yet because people said that. And um, it's just. I I look at life differently after that. I could be living my life in my life inside inside here, almost gonna die every day. You never know who hates me, who kill, who wants to kill me. But um, but we have a, a special guest on this this topic right here. Oh so. man, Stop. we got. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Oh yeah, here you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what up, Rick? This is good. Good yo, man. Mustache is want. crazy, yo. What's the word? What's good? What's the word? Yeah, take take your hoodie off so people can see your hair. Oh nah, you got a hat on. You don't got a forty black hat. We a forty black mm. hat. I said I went. I've been waiting. I texted you to give it to me. You you. I've been waiting since last summer. But we're not gonna get on give that. Give it to him. Nah. For, this got to be called forty one century. That's it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so Rick, what you what you think you about all that? What six nine? Yeah. My man, like. I don't support it at all. Come on, you know that. Right, wait, wait, wait. Let me give That's you a some. Uh, 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 none of us in here support this, so if anybody listening, like we don't support it, but I just want to play. I'm just playing devil's advocate so that we can see what people think, all right? If, do you think that he's able, he's going to be able to, 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 to be successful in music after this? Mm, I'm going to tell you like this. The 2.2 million on the live and all that stuff and all the views and all that, that's all fake. It's not real. Mm. It's not real. Bro, labels mm. do that all the time, bro. I didn't visit these places. They're ready to water you down. You really think 2 million people was on live? Come on, bro. Hey, I'm just looking at the numbers. I, not, I, I, I don't... I, I, I'm... Everybody's looking at the numbers, but that's why he was trolling. Like, they already had this plan. Like, you feel me? Like, all that's watered down, bro. That All that's not mm. real, bro. It's not real, bro. Most of that is like bots. There's a lot of labels and all that. They be faking YouTube views and all that, and they got caught up with that. 
like YouTube changed it now. So, so when you got fake views and all that, it shows. Even with Instagram, gonna have that soon too. Watch, they probably yeah. reached out. Whoever's supporting them and backing them probably reached out to Instagram and all that and YouTube and all that. So y'all got a marketing scheme. I'm gonna pay y'all uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars so y'all can, he could get this much views or whatever. And they gonna take it because his money is a check. Know what I mean, all that is watered down, bro. None of that is real. Come on. Mm, okay. He knew this was the plan from whoever was backing him from the jump. Come on, bro. So, bro. So it's all fake, but um, so do you think that he can have a successful career after that? And in general, even the amount of people that did tune in, they only tuned in because it was quarantined. Honestly, <laughs> you at home, you got nothing to do. You gonna tune in, bro? Half of y'all would have been at work. Half of y'all would have been at work at three o'clock. That's a fact. No, that's a fact. I can't hear y'all. I don't know why. What happened? Can you? Can you? Can hear us? I can't hear y'all. Yo. Crazy. Can you hear us now? Y'all can hear me? Yeah. I can't hear y'all though. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to text him. But uh, what, what do you think, think about the, that? I think it's an interesting perspective and I even want to take it a step further. I hope he gets back on because it's like as a as a rapper right like what would he have to do to be successful again like that's what i want to know like if you were okay. his manager right and you know that he and i'm as if i'm talking to you as if you're rich this is the question I'm yeah asking. but like if you're his manager being that you know the rap game better than me i don't know the rap game like that how would yeah, you coach yeah. him how would you coach him to get back to where he once was? Like, are you going to continue to pay for the views and all that other stuff on Instagram? Because that's going to run out of money. You can't go on. You wasn't even going on tour like that before all this went down. You definitely not going on tour. Now nah, he now. can't go on tour, yeah. You can't because you were, you were walking target. So it's like clubs don't want that. Arenas don't want that. So unless you do everything digitally, unless you're doing concerts on YouTube and then concerts on Fortnite, like travis so I, so now that he said that that the youtube streams are, are fake um let's say he does have a concert on youtube and they fudge the numbers and they make him successful does that count no because eventually the money doing it like that eventually your money's gonna run out like okay because because I'm, I'm paying to get you higher Exactly. So it's like if I keep paying two hundred fifty thousand dollars to just have a show for the numbers, I'm not gonna make that money back. So it's like not enough to where it's gonna be sustainable. But I think the reason why he came out doing the antics that we're used to seeing is because that's what got him money. That's what got him paid was so, those antics, him trolling. But now it's yeah, like so, it's different. So Ashley said I, she saw a lot of people on her story supported him, like a lot of people. And I did also on my Instagram. I've seen multiple people supporting him. I've seen uh, uh Rick Rick is back. But I've seen I've seen yo, can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know what happened just now. Can you hear us or not? It's these fucking airports. Can you hear us? I can hear y'all. So what were you saying? 
had a oh yeah, too. everybody was only tuned in because quarantine, bro. At that time, three p.m., everybody's at work or doing something. Kids didn't even have a lot of kids wouldn't even have time. They just getting out of school, like. So that's different. Bro. Nah, nah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. It's crazy to me, but you see how fast like he got found today, like, and the person that found him and posted him had no awareness of his, like, of danger. Like they didn't think of him getting hurt or none of that. You feel me? Like, yeah, nah. She was just like, oh, six nine. Look where they had him at Long Island. Like, look at the house he was in. He got all this money and all that. Look at the house he was in. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a little. It's a little weird. It's a little funny to me, like. So JT like, had everything a was fabricated. You gotta understand that at the end of the day, that the thing with like oh. Talk about loyalty and all that. He didn't know them, so they never had no reason to be loyal to him. You feel me? Right. He called his man to say, "Yo, I want you to bring mad people to the video shoot." He winds up bringing a bunch of bloods. Now they tell you, "Yo, we could be your muscle." You get down with them. You don't know them from a hole in the wall. Now you mad at them for them doing, like people get messed in messed up contracts all the time when they get like Megan Thee Stallion. She just got they took millions mm -hmm. of dollars from her. She ain't go snitch. Jay Prince is one of the illest people in industry. Like, you feel me? Streetwise. He don't make yeah. all his money from the industry. Like, he's an ill person in the street. She didn't go and say, yo, let me go tell on him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's what he decided to do. People don't understand that he's on a wiretap putting money on people's head. Chief Keith could have lost his life. Yeah. That right there, he should have been doing time for that. Still, he ordered the hit on somebody. He told them what they already knew. Like, if you listen to the why tabs and read everything he already he just confirming it and they let him go free for nothing it's crazy put a black man in that situation it's different that's how i see it they would love to have jay-z in that position they would love to have jay-z in that position bro seriously that's why, like, that's why a lot of people don't understand that he asked for it he he asked for it regardless of them messing with baby moms or that i don't even believe that i ain't gonna lie to you I don't even like go to her page and his. I don't even. She don't even give me that vibe that she will mess with him. The the manager, like <laughs> I seen him before. Like she wouldn't even. I don't see her messing with him. Like she messed with six nine before all the tats and all that. She probably was tight when he when he got all that. Let's start looking crazy. You feel me? Like Treyway, the Treyway dude. He's like fifty years old. He's still trying to keep his hair. He looks crazy. Yeah, word. He got no bread. Why was she not? Like you feel me? Like, come on. It's crazy. They his girlfriend, they snitches too. So <laughs> it's just a whole bunch of snitches. They snitched on Cody B. Come on, yeah. so it's a whole bunch of snitching going on over there. Like, that's why they're right with it. That's why she's right with being the, the girlfriend and all that. I don't know. It's crazy, bro. I don't think he's gonna last because that sound of music is gonna die out. Yeah. I think come so, on. Too. Everything, everything, every music has like a uh a certain amount of run for every type of sound. You feel me? Real talk. And I don't think that that sound and everything that he's doing is going to stay alive. Real talk. How many producers is going to want to work with him? You putting a target on your back, doing anything. All them girls that work at that was his video, they work at a, they strip, they work at a strip club. They bartenders. You think all the real niggas, when the strip clubs open back up, they ain't going to be at the bar, like not wanting to spend money with them? Like you just put, people mm -hmm. just putting themselves in bad positions and Certain people are going to learn from it, and then we're going to start seeing how everything's starting to change around. He's so dumb that easily you see how he was on the balcony chilling like that. When outside opens up, quarantine is the perfect time for him to do all this. And when outside opens up, he's easy to be caught lacking. Yeah, he snitched on a whole gang. Let's say a set because blood itself is a gang. So 
he snitched on a set, a, a set that probably been here for plenty of years, right? I'm guarantee you that whoever forefathers, whoever running the whole blood operation is probably like, yo, if y'all don't go get this kid, y'all got us looking crazy. Y'all all gonna have a target on your back. So you think that somebody's not gonna just jump out the window and try to presidents get shot, bro? You like he's not the president. You feel me? Like it could really go down for him. That's how I see it. Like that's how I take this. So if anybody don't think he's gonna get hurt, I think honestly, I don't I don't agree with it. But if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. You feel me? Hey, he and he that ain't my problem. You feel me? Like if I see him, I would just dump him. Well, I don't know how I would react, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know how I would react. You know you just see somebody just get tight. Like it could be one of those moments. Like, and if I'm with if I'm with Zay, if I'm with drunk Zay, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Zay might be like, "Yo, you a rat?" Like, <laughs> go left and right. <laughs> nah, that would be dumb, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah but Rick, <laughs> nah, but for real though, bro. Like, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think he gonna last. The music is whack. He came with a song saying nothing. And yeah, I didn't watch the video. Right. I just heard clips because Johnny kept sending me it because he apparently he loves 6 9 But <laughs> I heard a little bit. I just heard him like, ha, 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 I had you mad, man. Like, that's that like that? Like, people like that? But but they liked it before. Yeah, again. What's wrong? This is crazy, bro. Hold on. You can't. You, you, Yo. you can hear us? I don't know. It's because I'm on my phone. Y'all computers, right? Yeah, it should still work on your phone, though. Damn. He's an idiot. <laughs> but, nah, what he said was right, though. Imagine yeah. drunk Zay, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's a that's an interesting take, though, because it's like, it's He's back. real. He's nah. back? Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yo, yo. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know what's going on. It's cause, probably because I'm on my phone, man. Nah, it works. But yo, um, JT had a question for you. What's that? Oh, all right. So let me ask you. So this is a hypothetical, of course. But if mm-hmm. you was put in a position to where you had to manage him, right? Like, what would be your your plan to help him get back to where he once was? Like, what would you tell him to do? How would you tell him to move? First of all, I would have told him to come up there with a public apology and not troll. He apologized a little bit, but he trolled. So the music, like it was a promotion. Like you put a bill, like you saying, oh, your bio, uh-huh. you comment on people's stuff. You should never did none of that. People was all like, because you know, a lot of people saying, like, oh, um, he said, yo, they're going to do this to my family. They're going to do that to my family. Once you in the gang, you put a target on your family's back. Mm-hmm. You could have got it. They, forget getting indicted. What if Casanova. Wasn't a, a really a celebrity. He was really a street dude. He got into beef with, and Casanova was just ruthless. They could clap his baby moms. Like you know what I'm saying? He never thought about that. You are who you surround yourself with. From the jump, the beef that he was having in the streets could have got real. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he just only thought about it after the fact when his people that he was around him didn't he and the jail was in front of him. He didn't think about it when the actual beef was going on. You feel me? Cause it, I bet you it was dudes that probably was around Castle. Like if I see this nigga baby moms, I'm violating him. But he never thought about it like that. Never did. But yeah, I would have told him to make a public apology and own up, own up to what you did. Don't try to say yo it was because we know why you did it. 
just just keep it one hundred percent real. That we start off with that, and I would I would tell him to stop making that kind of music. I figure I feel like if he was to drop a first album, he should be telling his story, how it mm. started and how it how it ended. I think people would want to hear that more. Like, oh, he got a story to tell. Let's let's hear in the music. But instead, he just he went to Instagram. He went to Instagram. Like that was dumb to me. That was oh. dumb because. Certain people that was already seen it like, yo, no way, he's not wrong. Certain people seen it as, yo, he's still being a dummy after he went through this. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you think that if he would have came back and been like, yo, I apologize, I'm a snitch, I did this, I did that, like, people's perception of him would have been different? To certain people, not to me. Don't well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm excluding us. Like, I'm not, I'm excluding us, I'm excluding, like, people who we know who would not who are not like the and all that i'm talking about the industry and, and and people who just listen to his music or or that like if he was to come out and and said all that shit oh my fault i'm sorry I was, i'm a troll i'm a snitch i did this i did that without making excuses for it like oh yeah they fuck my my baby moms or whatever like that you think they would have changed perception nah because they scared to work with him. you gotta understand like like Casanova had to end that beef. He be having to end all his beefs because Jay Z's like, you in trouble, you out of here. You get what I'm saying? So like labels don't need trouble because this just comes with more bills. You lose out on more bread. You feel me? How you sign somebody for five million dollars and he commits a murder the next day? You can't get that back, bro. So okay. nobody wanna lose out on bread. So with him, they wouldn't want to lose out with bread. They know what type of person he is. He showed his true colors. You feel me? He signed to some some BS. Like, I don't even the people that picked him up is some bullshit. Oh, so he is signed right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got to do like a they certain. They signed him Spanish in jail, album. though. Oh, I they signed him in jail. Spanish. That Spanish album is gonna flop. <laughs> I think that's gonna flop. I think that's what's gonna mess him up. You think Spanish people really Spanish care about album? that? Yeah, yo, Dior. They be going crazy with cut people's heads up and stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> they not, they just like over here. They they got their churches and all that. They not, I don't think they're gonna support that. Like bad buddy, all them people. They said they wasn't supporting him. So we'll see how far it's gonna be. One artist to support him. Like it's just a it's just a big risk, bro. It's a big risk mistake. Let's like say I, all this corny artist is gonna work with him. Like people that don't really know too much, like I could see like him and Little Tekka or something doing a song, like like I could see that, like you know what I'm saying? All the artists that's irrelevant right now, they're not gonna work with him. Cause why would you wanna lose your chance to work with Drake? You know what I'm saying? Like Drake's yeah. not supporting that. Why would you wanna lose your chance to work with Meek Mill? If I come in a game right now and I wasn't a street dude and I agree with him, I'm thinking like, yo, I wanna sing with Drake. Nah, I can't mess this up. You get what I'm saying? Like, so is is this? I don't know, bro. That's why I don't think he's gonna last. I don't think he's gonna last, bro. He can't make an album just him trolling people every song. So it's, what about soon? People gonna get tired of that. The same thing over and over. Yeah, I'm. He has I've been so much trolling to do. So what he about so much going you think he was gonna beat for him? Well, beat for him? You know, you know he could go overseas. overseas. I you said think? nobody's gonna beef with him, so he got nobody to really troll. People are just gonna just call him snitch, but they're gonna stop entertaining him because he mm-hmm. is 
celebrities can't touch them, so they're gonna stop entertaining it. But, so but that was with you got now. That was my thing with me. Like you think like yeah, like yeah, he's buying your he snitch. Like I hope this ah uh, uh, and all this whatever shit. But you, he should never did that. He's just giving him more promotion. Oh no, he sh- he should never did that. But six nine didn't respond to it, so it didn't even matter. But he did respond. He should have did that. I hate. He did. I ain't even. I, I don't know. I didn't watch it. He responded and was it. like, he didn't say it. Then he just wrote under it, like, "Yo, you imagine you have a kid and you worried about the Mexican, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just he's gonna continue to troll, but like, you giving him more publicity by just you saying his name when you just have so much more shit that you have to do." Yo, DJ Academics got one of the biggest platforms. Wrong and that's his. And that's his best friend at the moment right now. <laughs> yeah, they might do. They might slap him up. Who knows, bro? Yeah, that's it. People just friend. don't. You don't know. You don't know what's gonna come next, bro. I'm telling you, it's people out there right now just, just waiting to be like, "Yo, bro, look at Charlamagne go. He be trolling people on the radio. They be running down. They might run down on DJ Academics. They might. They are. They are. Nobody might. As soon as everyday struggle get on, Wayno's gonna be bucking on. That's what's gonna happen. Or. But yeah, I don't support Six Nine. Man, I don't know. He's not gonna last. I don't think so. I, don't I think, think he'll he last. You think he's gonna last? I think he's gonna last. I think that he's gonna be able to be. He's gonna. I think there's. I think those those kids and in, in the Midwest that yo want to act gangster and that want to want to just be like whatever everybody else is doing. I think they're gonna buy his shit regardless. I think people are gonna who let their kids listen to six nine even he didn't snitch is stupid. He oh yeah, I agree. And fucking bitch a billion <laughs> times, bro. He might say suck my dick twenty times in one song, and yo, you wonder why your kid is wild and like you know what I'm saying? Like nah, but but I agree with I, you. I, was, but I think that a lot of kids don't really care about it. I think a lot of people don't really care about it. So know. then, how does he? So how does he, he make his money then? Is what this is what I don't understand. So I, like, yeah, I don't know. Streams, streams. Is that streams. enough though? We don't. Yo. We don't know how much you make on streaming. But you get a billion. A lot, you get a billion. You get a billion. A billion streams is a lot. <laughs> oh, he's not getting no billion. Streams. Billion? He's not getting a billion. You don't streams. think so? Hell no. Hell no. There's a lot of people no. who don't All care the about this, bro. Yo, all the millions, uh, the, he keeps dropping the song. That's what I'm saying. In the beginning, it's going to be cool. He got to invest in something. He yeah, he, yeah. But I said overseas, he can go overseas and perform, bro. They don't care about that stuff over there. True. That's where you going to make all his money at, overseas. Bro, yeah, so. but there's a lot of people overseas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that it's possible. I, like, I, I, do I want him to have a career? No, I really don't. I really don't give two shits. But is it possible? I think it's, I think it's yeah. very possible. Yeah, it's true. It, it's possible. But I don't think he's gonna make money out here. So six nine throw you a bag. Six nine throw you a bag for a mil to do a feature. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You're not doing I'm it not for doing a it. mil? Yeah, nah. You might as well say end the forty. You might as well end the forty, bro. Nah, yeah, nah. So, you wildin'. We we gonna end this whole podcast. It's over for us. Nobody gonna listen to us. They're like, gonna be like, they gonna be like, if Cap decides to keep rapping, yo, you from the forty? Nah. Like, that's they just gonna do that. They're not even gonna say, yo, you mess with Rick nothing. They just you from the 40. Like, that's how it's gonna be. Mm. Are you jacking the 40? Are you from Rick? Nah. Like, that's how it's gonna be, bro. Especially in New York. I wouldn't do it, period, though. Not even for the money, bro. It's not genuine. Mm. To me, if he asks anybody for a million, 
or saying about it. Because at a time in his career, um, he was the biggest artist in the world, so he never had to pay for a feature. You mm-hmm. feel me? I'm pretty sure he never paid for that coin, yeah, none of that, because they knew what was going to come behind it. Yeah, they're going to make money off of it. thing in the streets. Yeah, so if he do that now, it's like he's begging. He got a mail? Huh? So, I don't know if he got a mail. I don't know if he got a mail. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he has a lot right now. So it's like, if you're paying 250000 to get views on Instagram, eventually you're not going to make that the money. The label, back. though. You know what I'm saying? The label is going to pay for whatever he needs because he's going to get it all in the beginning. Then I'm telling you, it's going to die out, bro. You can't do the same. Hit, look at his formula. He had the 50 cent formula beef with everybody, beef, mm-hmm. beef promote, troll. You feel me? And this and his music. What else he had? But beefing and trolling is his music really good? No, nope. it's horrible. <laughs> He's gonna I have to mess with UK. Produ- I want to know. I gotta find out who produced that song. Cause it's like, damn, who else? Who gonna get a beat from him now? You get what I'm saying? Like people just do anything. Absolutely. People do anything, bro. But I think right. it's a, it's a it's a hard conversation though because it's it's really a question of ethics, right? Like some people are gonna follow that code. I think most people don't give a fuck about that code. But and for him, it's like... Six, it's like 60-40. Yeah, okay. So 60-40, 60% of the people don't care about this the whole stinking thing. But it's like, mm-hmm. if you can't make good music... Like, how many albums do you think he can make doing this same thing? Hmm. His last album was horrible. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think he can make any of those and albums. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to lie. As soon as you come on in the club, I'm like, I hate it, but... But it would be pop. It would, it would be lit, though. But I'm not... Like, I wasn't, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. It'd be lit. Like, people would get I, I'm not a hater. We liked it. I, I wasn't a fan, but when it came on, it, 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 it turns the spot up. You know what I'm saying? Right. It turns but people up. What DJ is going to play that in the club? They might kill him. <laughs> Yo, he's not playing that in the club. He's not playing on the radio. You play that on the radio, you must lose your job, bro. It's gonna they're gonna start thre- they're gonna start threatening certain people. Yo, there's, a, there's, a hot, really there's a hot head. take. There's a hot take. Kanye might do the feature with him because Kanye is different. He's saved now. He's gonna put Jesus in so people can forgive six nine. What if he does that? <laughs> what if what if he no. says, yo, <laughs> the world already hates Kanye. I hate mm. Kanye. The world hates Kanye. I think nah, Kanye is a fucking fraud, but see, the world hates him already. So it's like it's people like that. Kanye, he's the type to. Why do you think he married Kim Kardashian? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's the type to. He likes a challenge. That's a challenge for him. He's gonna take that on. Yeah, I'm gonna go make a gospel album. He went and did that. Like you know what I'm saying? He tried to like he tried to like challenge the industry for certain things. Look at him with the Yeezys. I'm gonna go be bigger than Michael Jordan. He won over that. Like, you know what I'm saying? He likes it. He likes a challenge. So he might just do that. Nah, he might he's just, a cornball. It's possible. He's a cornball. I think Kanye he's gonna still lose. got a little he, he's gonna he still got a little bit of the south side. He still got a little bit of that south side of Chicago in him. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going that that low. Nah, fuck Kanye. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't see it. I don't, I don't see it. I don't know. Listen, I don't got no beef. I don't got no beef with Trump. He supports Trump. A lot of people got beef with Trump. Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. so, like I see where that went. Like nobody, 
He lost a lot of. I'm not gonna say he lost a lot of fans. Nah, he probably did, but people still buy sneakers. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, Rick, don't bring that Trump conversation in this because that would that would start a whole riot. We gotta have it. We gotta have it. We can't have it. Nah, I'm not ready for that. Would change That's... the whole dynamic of this whole shit. So, got to say, who go for that one? Most yeah, definitely. I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm, I'll get in trouble for that one. Like, I'll, I'll put the hookah right here. Yeah, like. <laughs> now, nah, but yeah, six nine man. All right, so then let me ask another question and about the six nine thing. So now we all got little kids. Something like Justin, you got like your kids' kids, but like we got nieces and nephews that are under us, like. If you hear them listening to that music, like mm. how do you have that? Like what? What is that conversation? What do you say? Yeah. What do I say? That's tough. So you hear Mark? You go. You go to pick up Marquise. Knock on the I'm door. I'm turning it off. Oh. <laughs> I can't say what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I can't tell you how that's gonna go. Nah, I'm good. Nah, but I can't tell you. I can't. I never thought of that. I'm not gonna lie. Never thought about that. That's those tough. Are the ones gonna be listening to them too, the kids. I'm gonna have to come back. I'm gonna have to come back to the one. That that's tough. Is it is it I'm bad if they listen to it? Bro, it's been bad to listen to it, bro. I'm just saying. I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's it. Well, if if I heard my daughter listen to it, like because my daughter's on, let's do it. I'll cut that shit off ASAP. No, turn this shit off. Cut it off. Go ahead. I, I will cut it off. I've already have a conversation with her. Like I already, and if and if she's like, no, I like it. I can't make her do it, but I gotta explain to her like what it is. Yeah, but I'm I'm in a lucky already, I'm in a lucky position though. My daughter is gonna go into junior high school. She's gonna be old enough to understand shit. So probably younger kids yeah. probably don't understand that. Mm-hmm. I would just be like, yo, what if your cousin told on you? You gonna be her friend? And then So then all right, all right, all right. So then do you stop them from listening to the music because it's bad music or because he snitched? Because that's two different things. Can I go first? It's both for me. Yeah, it's yeah. both for me too. I never liked the music. I just when I'm out and I'm drinking and everybody else is getting lit, then I'm okay with it. But for me to listen to it in my headphones, I won't do it. So would you have stopped it before this whole thing happened? Like, if you was to yeah. walk in and you hear your daughter listening to that, you're going to be like, yo, cut that off? Yeah, because I didn't like it in the beginning. Okay, so I can respect that. But that's personal. I don't know anybody else. Like, somebody else could be different, but that's personally, I wouldn't. I would I would be like, yo, I don't like that guy. He's, that's, that shit sucks. Hmm. I, already, I already preached to the kids now to not tell. As young. First of all, well, my daughter want to be a rapper because she, she was in the studio with Rick. So I told her if she she want to snitch. She can't be in the studio with Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Come to that, buddy. Nah, I didn't send you that nah. shit though. She 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 wrote. Yeah, she did. Thing. <laughs> she more talented. She more she she more talented than you at a young age. That's <laughs> a fact. That's a fact. I give it. I give you that. Yeah, man, I think this just raises an interesting conversation on how we have this with, with the youth because, yeah, it's bad music, you know, but he's definitely not the only one that's making bad music that we let our kids listen to. Oh, of course not. Of course not. Of course not. But 
I'm gonna say it like this. I think for the most part, like people say, like, all right, so the young Jeezy thing. You ever seen anything when it says, Oh, he told us to, to trap a die, but he told his son to go to college. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you get what you get what I'm saying with that? He didn't never yeah. tell us trap or die. He never mm-hmm. told us trap or die. He's he's saying trap or die because he's telling us his he's telling us a story about how he got here. Mm. That was the life he was living during the rap. He's speaking of his life before that. He never told us to go do it. Do you get what I'm saying? Six yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah. He blatantly says words where somebody repeated to the point. It's like it's, it's rememberable. Like you, if you hear six nine song, you remember it. Suck my dick. Like suck my dick. You get what I'm saying? It's not like you gonna listen to Jesus song. No, he has crack coke. Like you get what I'm saying? Like, but six nine's like suck my dick, suck my dick. So a little kid might just pick up both that. Like suck my dick, suck my dick, because they know it's disrespect. Oh, all right, so listen that's to this how, one. That's... So um, as a teacher, you can't teach kids not to snitch, they say, because that's not the, that, that's not the right mentality to have. When kids are getting bullied in school, no one wants to talk because they don't want to be snitches. So what do you say about, like, snitching in that type of sense? Like, am I being bullied? I got to get – I got to I gotta tell. Or, like, is that still, like, both ways? Like, yo, Rick, I can't hear you. JT, JT, I'll start with you. Uh, I mean, that's a that's a real interesting take, but my whole thing is that, like, it's just if you're the person who's doing bad things and then now you try to use those things to get you out of trouble, like, the whole six... The reason why six, the 6 nines a thing is an issue is because he was living a criminal lifestyle and then he used... The that he used the law to get out of it. That's hypocritical. But in I think in the in the classroom is it's a it's a bit different because if say for example if you're getting bullied, then of course you should say something because nobody should be getting bullied in school. But now if you the bully, and somebody is now challenging you, you can't be the one crying like oh this person is 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 hurting me and all this other stuff. It's like yo you was the one that was bullying everybody in the whole class. But now when somebody steps up to challenge the bully, you can't be the first one crying to the teacher. So you're saying if the bully snitches is wrong, but if the what if the what if the person who's not a bully snitches? Then that's different because you just going to school to be a student. You if you going to school to be a student, you going to school like if 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 how can I say it? If you all right, I'm gonna put it like this. If you're just going to school, pen and pencil, book bag bag lunch in the book bag and you going when you raise your hand and ask to ask and answer questions you doing um you you doing everything that a student's supposed to do right you're not causing no trouble you playing in the schoolyard and then somebody wants to violate your space that you're entitled to you're entitled to your personal space anybody that violates your personal space you have the right to say something right that kid i can understand that but now when you're the one that's going to school strictly to hurt people and then somebody stands up to challenge the bully, nobody cares about what you got to say. Mm. Nobody cares. I mean, you can as a kid. You want to go say something, whatever. But nah, like, if I'm the teacher, like, no, you was the one that was bullying people. How does it feel? See, what I say is to, to my kid, yo, if they hit you, hit them back and then go tell. Yeah. Like, that's that wrong? You over there looking at me like I'm wrong. 
Listen, man, don't get yourself in trouble, man. Don't get nah, yourself in trouble. That. If somebody hit my daughter, hit him back. Hit you, yo, if they hit you, hit him back. Yeah. And then they'd be like, why they hit you? Because she hit me. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather you, we get in trouble together than, than you get in trouble alone. But And the reason why I think that's a good point, and this is a good conversation, because what about those kids who aren't, like, not everybody's a fighter. Not everybody has no, that that's a fact. in them to stand up to a bully, which is why bullies pick on those kids because they they know that they're not going to be the one to stand up for them, um, for themselves. But for the kids who, who have that in them to swing back, of course swing back. Definitely swing back. That's what you should do. But I don't think we should also cut off their voice and say, like, you shouldn't say anything to your teacher because yeah, then the right. teacher can't help you if the teacher doesn't know what's going on. And then the longer that can, the longer that happens, the longer that bully is bullying you, you don't know the effects that can have on that kid. No, yeah, work. Yeah. that was that was a good that was a good take on it though. Thanks, Melissa. I appreciate that. Now that was a great question. Great, we should actually have it on a teacher's perspective on bullying is. Melissa, if you want to come on, say yes, and I'll, I'll end you on. I'll add you right now. <laughs> no, nah, that's a, it's a crazy conversation, but I think I just think school. School with kids and adults with the rap game is just slightly different. Slightly different. Um, I, and I agree with what you said, though, bro. I think that if the bully is a bully, don't be a bully and then snitch like a bitch. Yeah, like, come on. Like, like, you be a bully, be a bully, and I'll and I, I take it. Like, I did it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, yo, he hit me after I beat I took his lunch money for two weeks. Yeah. You know, like, like I, I agree. But bullies are typically the biggest punks. So it's like when they get no, that's the fact. When a when a, when a bully meets somebody who's willing to to go that extra mile, willing willing to throw them things, then it, they'll fall back. They'll be like, okay, this is just, this is not for me. But the bullies only prey on the kids that are not about that lifestyle. So it was like, that's why they don't give respect for bullying. But now it's like when you get checked as a bully. And you going running and crying, nobody's gonna have sympathy for you. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. But the interesting thing about that, to go back to the six nine thing, is because that doesn't apply in the rap game, right? He was doing all this wild stuff, creating antics and causing beefs and causing trouble, and then then he ran to the police, and now people are okay with that. So I think it's interesting. It's, it's an interesting parallel. I don't think they go hand in hand, but it's an interesting parallel. Though. It's an interesting conversation. Uh, yeah, I, I think so too. I just I just don't I don't want I don't want my kid to be a snitch. I want my kid to to to, to hit back. Yeah, and then and then snitch. Just don't let nobody beat you up. Don't let nobody do anything like that. And we'll be fine when you come home. You won't get in trouble. But. I'm about to get her on because I want to see what she got to say. So, <laughs> especially with the six nine thing, because if that's your if that's your take on that, I wonder how she feels about the six nine thing. She she was in here. She was saying that uh, she, she was. Matter of fact, she about to get in right now. All right, bet. Oh wait, we got another comment. How many kids tell they're bullied, and how many commit suicide because they didn't? Nah, I agree. I agree with her. What she said with you. Telling can be viewed as snitching, which isn't so cool. Yes. All right, let me, I'm going to read this one more time so I, I'm not misconstruing it. I understand yeah. the comment from a teacher's point of view. Telling can be viewed 
at snitching, which isn't cool. But how many kids tell they're bullied and how many commit suicide because they didn't tell they're bullied? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, the the mental ramifications of bullying... It's hard. Is, it's hard. It's hard. Like, you going to school... Like, I've seen... I've seen... Like, when I was in school, I've seen kids getting bullied. Like, they would... As soon as you get into school, like, yo, run that. Like, run it. And it's like, the kid don't got no choice. Like, you either going to get beat up or you're going to run with what you got. Like, I've seen that happen. I think but, it... Go ahead. I think it's tough, though, bro. Like... Like I, like, I, like, I get it. And I, I think that, like I said before, society that we're in is, like, totally different than when we grew up. Like, like maybe it, it's not. I think that maybe Instagram and social media plays a big part of us seeing other things, but maybe people go through it the same way. But it's, like, how, like how a lot of kids do, do commit suicide because of that because of being hurt by somebody. A lot of kids don't want to say because it's not cool to be like, oh, he hit me. But yet again, like you said, they don't know how to fight. And this is why as a as a teacher, like I was a, I used to teach. I taught fifth grade, I taught eighth grade, I taught kindergarten, I taught seventh grade. So it's like, you got to have those conversations about bullying. You got to. Like, those aren't things is that you put on towards the back end. Like, if you're a teacher, especially if you're an elementary school teacher, where you're with them all day, you have to set that tone that bullying will not be tolerated. If you have a classroom environment to where you see a kid, like, and it could be something little, like a kid takes a pencil. If you don't yeah. address that right then and there, it's just going to trickle down to where, okay, I could hit this kid and then not be a big deal. So the teachers have to really nip that in the bud as soon as possible. Like, they have to set that tone that bullying will not be tolerated. All right, but let's there. just, let's just Go play ahead. devil's advocate for the teachers. Well, sometimes they don't see it. I just want to play devil's advocate for the teachers. Like, sometimes right. they don't see that person always doing that. And these little kids, sometimes, some of them are little assholes, bro. Like, some of them just lie. So I'm, I'm only speaking because I because my girl's a teacher. I, I I've heard her story. Yeah, you know what I mean. Some of them want be some of them are bullies, and some of them are bullies that come to them and say, "Oh, I'm not I'm not the bully. They doing that to me." Yeah, and then that's why you have to you have to create a loving environment to where your children are are comfortable coming to you if something happens. But you also have to have the environment where this is not going to be tolerated around me. Like when you if you at lunch. Kids are going to do whatever they do at lunch, right? That's their, you're not there most of the time. They're in a different setting in the cafeteria. But if you were in elementary school, you're with me all day. You know if I catch you doing something crazy like that, it's going to be a problem. That makes the kid think before they actually do it. If you're going to do it in a classroom. And, go um, go ahead. Comments. Um, this is, uh, everybody, this is Rick's mama. Michelle, hey mama, how you doing? Hey. But uh, she said some parents teach the kids the wrong way. It's all about who, who your parent is, and and I 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like, like I see, I see my girl working, and I see her doing like because she's a teacher, like I said, and she um these, some of these parents don't give two shit. Like. Like and you probably see that more than I would because you've been in the school and in, in the school system, but 
some of them really don't care about their kids' education, or they just like I, there's a lot of stuff that I can say that I don't want to say because it's like incriminating for some of these kids. But there's like things that they do, and their parents don't don't say anything. Yeah, and I think you know, like she said, like parenting means a lot. Like the way you're raising your kids means a lot, and how they're gonna act when they're in the schools. Um, it starts from the home. But then, you you know, you also have to prepare your kids just in case, like you said, if they get bullied in school, what do you do? You have, you can stand up for yourself and swing back. But then, you know, as a parent, you know whether or not your kid is, is confrontational or not. I don't think you know so. That. I don't think so. You don't so. think so? I don't I think, think so. I'm only gonna I'm only going to say why, because I, because some of these parents that I've seen her speak to don't think their, their child is the problem. Hmm. All right, okay. I so mean, that, most that, parents don't think their child is a problem. They look for what's going on. Like, when, when, when I say, yo, your kid hit my daughter and my daughter didn't do anything, oh, no, your daughter had to do something for my kid to hit him. It's a it's a standard where it's like, yo, wh- who? my kid didn't do that. Yeah, and I think because so it's, over it's, time. It's parents. Yeah, because over time, people stop respecting teachers. Like, I don't know when that happened, but I know when I was a kid, if my mom went to the school and the teacher said I did this, I did it. I did that. <laughs> so it was like, I don't know when that changed to where, like, the teacher's opinion just doesn't matter anymore. Like, that has to change. Like, the teacher-parent relationship, that that got to change completely. Because, like, and I've been in that situation as a teacher myself to where I had to call a parent and say, look, your child cursed out the teacher. Your child did this to the teacher. Your child, Because like, I used to be an assistant dean. So it was like, but did they believe it? No, like, no, until I was like, okay, you have to come in and see for yourself. So, literally, some I had about two, three, four parents had to come in and see their kids wilding out, flipping desks, throwing pencils across the room. And it was like, yo, like, I would never have thought my kid was doing that. Yeah, because they don't know their kid besides being at home. Like they they think that everything is all right and it's and it's not. Like I've seen it, I've seen it, bro. I'm like, yo, nah, no way. And she tells me some shit, and I'm like, no, there's no way that that they did that. And she's like, yeah, and their parents didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think my, you so know, it's, it's hard. my fault to cut oh, you off, bro. My mom said it. It happened when the wrong ad. Wait, uh, what? They, somebody commented. <laughs> she said it had. I was reading and the shit went I up. Saw... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It happened when the administration stopped backing up the teachers. So mm-hmm. maybe you can speak to that more than I can because I don't know. Yeah. She's over here bugging, saying it's right, but okay. No, nah, she's absolutely right. Like administration, they don't. There's no support. Like the teachers is literally when you in that classroom, when you in that classroom setting, that's your world. That's it. Like you don't have. There's no backup. There's nobody who's going to make, has anything uh, for your best interest when it comes to dealing with parents and with dealing with issues in your classroom. You got to figure it out, which is why I said as a teacher from the jump, you have to set that tone of these behaviors will not be tolerated in my classroom. Period. Even if you got, even if you a cool teacher, you fun, laughing, love the joke, cool. But for those first couple months when you with that group of kids, you got to set that tone because that's going to be the climate and the culture of your classroom for the rest of the year. 
And that's not to say, like, even if you do a perfect in the beginning, things can't change towards the end. That's possible as well. But it'll help significantly if you set that tone. You got to set that tone. Like, when we go back to school in September, hopefully we do after quarantine, those teachers, when they get that new group of kids, you got to set that tone in the beginning that the nonsense will not be tolerated. Because if you don't, you can't go to your principal for help. The principal's not going to be there. They're going to come up with a million and one excuses to help to, to figure out why they can't help you. So you in there by yourself. You the sheriff, you the president, you the cop, you're the, you're the parent, you all of these different roles in one when you're with that group of kids. But once you allow the kids to decide how that classroom is going to function, that's when, all, that's when things only go downhill from there. And I like I was again like and I'm speaking from experience like my first year teaching was was wow because I didn't know what I was doing, and I taught um fifth grade special education so my kids had a different type of needs, and I didn't set that climate and that culture in the beginning. I was the cool teacher. I was younger, just finished college. I'm thinking in my mind I'm gonna save the world, and they're like nah, bro, you in Dorchester, Boston. This is the hood. This is the ghetto. Where you was at? I was in Boston, Dorchester, Boston. You was in Dorchester. Yeah. So <clears throat> out there is is different. Like it was a different lifestyle for them. And I mean, like, you know, the hood is the hood regardless, but you going in with this I'm gonna save the world mindset where it's like, nah, bro, like this is gonna they thought this is their classroom and this is gonna go down how they want it to go down. And we had battles. We had battles, but those battles went, went longer than they needed to be because I didn't set that tone in the beginning. But I got it together. But in the beginning, it was rough because they thought that they could do whatever they want to do. But I also think that we got to figure out a way to to better the communication between schools and communities. The same way we were talking about with the police and communities, it just has to be communication. It has to be. Like, a school can't only contact the parent when the kid is doing wrong. That creates oh. a, bad, a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. So the communication. I'm not gonna lie, I had that relationship with my dean. My dean called my mother every day, mm. but they got they. I think that it made their relationship better. Okay, speak on that. Because they was cool after that. Like she was call her, and I mean, yo, your son did this, and mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't get in as much trouble, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, I I mean, that's, that's interesting though. Go ahead. Yeah, so, so I used to, so, uh, uh, go ahead, you continue, because I just want, they, look, my mother just said, they sure did. <laughs> nah, they that's called, real. They but some, but some, but some administrations like you more than, more than others, I think, so, like, mm-hmm. I think you could, you could get away with a little bit more, this is fucking crazy, how we got from Takashi to school. <laughs> And that's a, those are polar opposites. <laughs> Yo, but that's just that's just going. But, but my mom and my dean used to talk every day, man. And I used to be late, and I live right here. I used to go to Scanlon. Mm. That's my mother's fault, though. So I'm just gonna blame her. Man, she put you in Scanlon. That means she wanted something great for you. No, because she used to work next door, so she thought it was cool. So that we got to go to work to school together. So we was straight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we got a comment. We got a comment. 
You be trying to make peace, and some parents just want wars crazy. I'm off this. They just don't want to hear about their kids. Yo, when I tell you that is a fact, that is a fact, bro. Like, I would call some of these parents to tell them about their kids, and they would really try to curse me out. Like, yo, like, I had to really tell a parent, like, yo, don't get it twisted. Like, just because I wear a shirt and tie, like, don't think, like, I understand exactly what's going on right here so it's like sometimes you got to really check parents like yo like yo this shirt and tie could come off like it, it could go but like, isn't it that hard that but but that's that's unprofessional that's unprofessional you can't exactly that's, that's what i'm saying isn't that hard to do absolutely but it's like because you can't, because then, you like, can't stoop down to their level you can't you can't yeah but not even that is like even if you say that they still don't believe it, like they, they don't believe their kids do it, they don't believe that they're not watching their kids, they don't believe that they're not disciplining their kids as much. Like how how can how do you how do you how do you try to affect that in any type of way? Like it comes down to the teacher in that class. Because I have I have nothing. I don't know. Nah, I mean I, I think you raise a good question because that just comes down to the to the teacher in that environment. Again, like I said, like that when you in that classroom, when you in no in between those walls and that door closed, it's just you and those kids. Period. End of story. And if that classroom is out of control, then you gotta figure it out. Cause nobody's coming to save you. Not a principal, not a parent, not a dean, nobody. You gotta figure it out. And if you can't, then you gonna have to deal with that for however many months you in school. Because that's not gonna change unless you change it. But it's it's but the parent the parent school relationship is so tricky because you got some parents that are like super supportive of the school like they'll come to school events all these other things but my thing is if you complaining about a school and then you're not part of the PTA parent teacher association or you're not at the school advocating your point of view amongst the, in the school meetings then it's like you're not really helping the situation you're not. Like, you're just going there to complain about whatever's going on. But it's like, when you do have the opportunity to voice your opinion, you don't do that. Mm. So my mom used to work with kids. Like, she had to stop because she said she can't do it no more because the kids and the parents are not. I, 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 I might be speaking for her. I might be wrong. But okay. she just said uh, that they always make it your fault. Like, the kids' behavior is erratic. Like, what did you do to my kid and make him act like this? Like, no, your kid acts like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't think that parents see that their kids act like this because maybe sometimes they're not there. Maybe school is from this time to this time, from this time to this mm-hmm. time, I'm, I'm done. Oh, we got a teacher in the building. Hold on. Yo. Oh, what hey, up? Hey, wait. Hello. Yeah, I'm mad close to my face. <laughs> What's up, can you, guys? Can you hear us? Yeah, can you guys hear me? What you did your hair? You did your hair to come in Just here? Did my hair? Do you see my hair? Oh, uh, who, who said that? Justin said that in the background. That's Adrian. Oh, tell Adrian to shut the fuck up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> But Melissa, so this is Melissa at JT. Hey, nice to meet you. Nice, nice to meet you as well. So he he was a teacher. He used to teach in Boston, right? Am I wrong? You want to give me a resume? Because uh, I, mean, I don't I know the whole thing. 
I did a little dipping and dabbing in Boston. Um, then I came back to the Bronx. Can you hear us? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds really loud, but I know that's how you talk, so it's all right. It's better if you connect the AirPods. Yeah, but then Adrian can't hear what's going on. Fuck Adrian. So I have to log on to 4D Central on Facebook and he can watch on live. Can you hear me though now? Yeah, we can hear you. We're good. All right. JT, go ahead. Take that off, JT. I mean, um... Oh, you asked me, like, what, what was it that I've done? So, like, yeah, I was in Boston for two years, did fifth grade. Um, I was an assistant dean of students for an elementary school. And then um, I came back to New York because that's where I'm from. So I wanted to do more work here. So then I became a, a seventh grade teacher. And then uh, I mean, I became an eighth grade teacher. Then I did seventh grade. And then I was like, I'm tired of dealing with these kids in the classroom. So I'm like, let me just work in the school but just not in the classroom so right now i'm an internship coordinator at lehman oh nice you know what yeah yeah lehman in high school yeah lehman high school in the bronx yeah renaissance <laughs> this, oh okay this hey, kid hey. over here wants to renaissance <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up <laughs> yeah, i um i'm actually currently teaching in china right now well in china <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding. Um, yeah, you're not doing things. I teach in China right now. Wow. Okay. Um, but I am here because of the pandemic that's going on. Okay. So I'm currently remote teaching my students in China. Okay. While I'm here, um, trying to stay safe. Although things have gotten really crazy in New York, so it's kind of ironic. <laughs> uh, to end up in New York, where it's worse than in China right now, mm-hmm. and I'm trapped here because I can't even get back to China. So, wow. So then, like, what's your whole take on the conversation in terms of um, having to deal with parents that don't believe that their child is misbehaving? How do you think that we should go about addressing those issues? Um, it happens all the time. I mean, you being an educator, you know, it happens every day where you talk to a parent and they tell me, no, my kid is not like that. My kid doesn't do that. Um, the only thing that really has worked for me is like keeping anecdotal notes. Like you just constantly have to have to be, you know, like keeping little notes and keep reminding these parents. And unfortunately these kids come into our classroom with a whole bunch of baggage and God knows what. And unfortunately some of them have parents that don't deserve to be parents. I'm sorry to say, but it, it's just true. So you have the little bit of time that you have with those kids and we have to teach them something. We have to teach them. We have to teach them. If they're not going to get it from home, we have to, we have to try to teach them. Like, I don't really believe in that whole, like, Oh, don't be a snitch thing because, Mm. because that, that, that doesn't work all the time. Like I agree with you guys that if you're doing wrong, right. You're being a bully. You're not going to go with, and, and, and tattle, right, as the kids say, you're not going to go and tattle on this one when you're doing the same thing. But 
I don't know, kids kids take that really far when you teach them, especially growing up in the hood. We all from the Bronx, right? Like, we know what it means not to be snitches, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know the whole situation, but I don't know. Being a teacher, I, I, I don't teach my kids, don't be a snitch. I tell them, somebody does something to you, you better, you better come and tell me. <laughs> I find out that yeah. something happened and you didn't tell me, you're going to be in more trouble for you not snitching. That's what mm-hmm. I teach my kids. That ass, like, I, <laughs> I want to know. No, 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 like, like I, I respect it. Like, you, you want them to tell you because you want to be that, 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 that factor that, that ends it. You know what I'm saying? But if somebody tells you, right? Let's just say how they freaking they hit somebody hit somebody and then they tell you, then the whole class knows that they're gonna say, don't, don't talk to her, like or him. What, what is, what is, what do you say about like when kids like isolate another kid? How I mean. The, usually if you come to actually see it, like the bully never ends up with a lot of friends anyway. Like the bully has two friends that are their bully ass friends anyway. And the other kid is usually more popular, more liked. Like, and and then you think about why is this little bully kid bullying, right? What's going on in this little kid's home that he's being a bully to other to other kids? Because you don't you don't come out mm-hmm. the bully being nasty and being rude and being mean to people, like you learned that from somewhere. You know, know. And, and it's just like being, I don't know, being a teacher, you just you see life in a different way than when you were a kid, when you were the one being bullied, right? You wish somebody had your back, you wish somebody would have snitched, right? When 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 it's happening to you. So I don't know. I don't I, I, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard because I don't know if I like I said it's Hard to believe in the snitch and be a snitch. Don't be a snitch. When to be a snitch? When not to be a snitch? Right? Like, no, nah, that's real because it's like who writes these codes and and where are these meetings happening where these codes are are being put in the law? Like, because I don't know. I don't be at these meetings. Like, I wasn't at the these are the, the snitching <laughs> rules. Like, who made? Like, I don't know. So it was like, how can we hold the our kids to that to that standard? But um. One thing I want to know, being that you teach in China, like, what are some of, like, the... How is it there when you have to deal with... Do you deal with misbehaviors? Because the perception of China's Chinese schools over here is, like, they don't do no wrong. Absolutely. Kids are kids no matter where in the world they live. They are kids, and kids will always be kids. The the difference with China is that, um, like parents put a lot more pressure on these kids so I feel like they misbehave even more because they like they don't get no love from their parents at home their parents these are filthy ass filthy rich kids who get no love at home who are in violin and karate and piano and swimming and boxing and kickball everything like these kids so in class they just want a little love they just want a little attention they just want like somebody to say like i'm proud of you i got you you know you're doing a great job that they don't hear all the time where not for nothing but these parents here in the bronx like tell their kid like you're the best thing ever oh my god like my kid my kid my kid and then their life revolves around their kid and it's like they forget how to be a parent because they're so happy that they have a kid. They give their kid everything because that's the definition of being a good mom, right? Giving your kid everything they ask for, never letting your kid struggle a little bit. Like, no, let your kid struggle a little bit. Your kid's going to be fine. They need to learn a little hard work, you know? And and over there is, is the same. It's the, it's the same struggle with two different socioeconomic statuses. But the same exact struggle. It's the same thing. 
So right. I deal with okay. I miss I deal with the misbehaviors all day, every day the same the same way. A kid a kid try to stab actually one of my boys, if y'all know him, Joe Mark from the Bronx, he used to teach in China too. He almost got stabbed with a scissor by a student in China. He came at him with a scissor. Wow. Wow. I don't who I don't know. We're not, this is a no name podcast. Don't name no names on this. Don't name no names. We're gonna give it like that. You you text me that text me that later and then I'll text him. Like, you know what I mean? Like You guys got you but, guys got to send me a cloth, something to sign with some fine print on it, something. Yeah. So what do you what do you think about the six nine snitching? Like do you do you think that's okay or not? I honestly, I don't know the whole situation. I'm not, I'm not, uh, what do you think? Matter of fact, I'm not going to lie, like, JT, she's been in China for, like, the past, like, year and a half, maybe, right? Two? But how long has it been there? Two years, two years. So, so let's just say she hasn't been here for the whole thing. Like, she has, she has her own shit to worry about. So, we talking to somebody who doesn't know about, and I think, so, so let's, so that's perfect. Like, so, mm-hmm. one yeah, of the people who. Story and you guys tell me what y'all think, and then I'll tell you that. Fuck, fuck what we think, fuck the story, fuck everything like that. Like, we want to know, like, <laughs> on a, on an aspect, like, you wasn't here. You didn't see the news. You didn't do that shit. China got strict rules on whatever you could do, right? Uh, what do you think about what he is doing at this point? What, going on the internet, bragging about him snitching? In general, what, what do you think about <laughs> everything he did? Because, like, you've been gone for three years. I don't know everything he did. What are you talking about? Him snitching, him coming, him coming back, him doing all the press conference, everything that we were talking about, about him snitching, what do you feel about that? I, I don't have feelings for it. I don't know the story. I really, honestly, I don't know. I've been I've been reading little stories here and there. I'm not really following this. I, don't, I can't give an opinion on something that I really don't, I don't have an opinion. I don't know what's, I don't know what the hell's going on. I really honestly I, so at the end of the day, do you care if he snitched? No, I don't give a fuck. It's not affecting me and my life. I don't care. That's real. But, but and 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 will secondly, will you still if you did? Because we don't we don't have you. Will you still promote his music if you liked it? I definitely do not like his music, but okay. that's just because that's not my genre of music. Right. So, period. Whether it was pop, whether y'all think it was popping or not, I'm not gonna like it because that's just not what the kind of music I listen to. But I'm not gonna. If if I were to find out that his snitching was what I've been reading is, well, people were coming after his family and people were coming after his money or try to kidnap him or his child. Whatever. This is what I'm hearing. Whether this is true or not. If this is why he snitched because people were coming after me, then I don't think he's doing anything wrong. Now, somebody doing something wrong, like raping people and, you know, like R. Kelly kind of style, you know, like R. Kelly's music I don't promote because he's just a sick individual. But this guy, I don't, I think he's just, I don't know, I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell people not to listen to him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, start, I wouldn't start a mute six nine hashtag on Instagram. So you think there's levels to a snitch then? Basically. Like if it's rape, you can snitch. But if it's like somebody that did you wrong, you you can't. No, if there's rape, you can't. You can snitch. But if it's levels to that, like, eh. 
But he, but the thing is that he's, according to what I'm reading, he snitched for a reason. Yes or no? Yeah, because I don't know. I'm to get out of jail. But not because those people hurt his people. Did he also hurt his those other people? People like did he? Somebody has to tell me the story. That's what I'm saying. Somebody has to tell me. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So I'm asking a ridiculous question that everybody's probably laughing at me right now. No, no, no. Cheers. I legit don't know what happened to him. Or why he got in jail? I know he snitched. I don't know on who he snitched. I don't know why he snitched. I don't know what connection he had to those people. I don't know what those people did to him or to his family. Like I don't know. Well, I would have snitched. Long story short, he was in the gang. He just promoted it. He did a lot of things. He he put money on to get people shot. He did all that shit, racketeering, all that. JT, stop bringing the dog in here because then you're gonna everybody saying, "Oh, look at the doggy, so cute, so cute." He's making mad noise, man. That's all right. Leave, now nah, he 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 chilling, he chilling. But long story short, he he did things. He told on everybody he did things with, came out of jail, still making music. No, is that is that enough, Jay? Or like nah, like I try to I try to summarize it because it's a lot. So that's basically what happened. But it's like it's it's so it's it's even deeper than that though. That's what makes it tough because it's like the nuances of it is what, what people really debate. Like the fact that he joined the gang for clout. And the gang basically used him as a as a chess piece for everybody to make money, knowing that he was never a gangbanger to begin with. So it's like, it's I know it's hard to give an opinion when you don't really know the full story. So it's like, I, I get it. It's 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 tough. But what, okay, what do you two think? Do you two disagree, or do you both agree that we should ban his music, or or we should like stop playing his music? I'm, I'm want, never gonna say. That? Yeah, I'm never gonna say ban somebody. My whole thing is, if you don't like it, if you don't like what he did, don't support it. Like, don't say something like, "Oh, I don't like what he did," but then you driving around streaming his music. That's hypocritical. Like, if you're gonna say, "Oh, I don't want to," he snitched. I don't like it. Then don't play his music. Point blank. Period. If That's you do like it. That's my opinion right there. Whatever the fuck he did, if you don't like it, don't listen to his music. If you okay with it, then go ahead and listen to his music. It's that simple. It's that simple. It's really that simple. I mean, some people are still blasting R. Kelly, but it's not because they support what he did. It's yes, like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not like, gonna lie to R. Kelly is not welcome at my wedding. He is definitely not welcome at my wedding either. Definitely, definitely, definitely not. Hey, 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 listen, we cannot get into that right now because we already we already two hours and ten minutes in. We cannot talk about R. Kelly. Not talk about R. Kelly. Yo, but, a shot. It was nice meeting you guys. Thank you so much for oh, having me. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, Melissa. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, get a get a get a little drink, JT. Oh man, you're gonna make me I gotta open this. Open that. All right. Adrian. You hear him laughing like a bozo? I hear him, that fucking bozo. <laughs> yeah, I might have to go without me because I don't even got my. Cool. Let's do it, Melissa. Thank you, thank you for coming on. Let us know your your opinion about it. Thank you guys for having me on. 
No. Anytime. Sure. Whenever you got, if you got, here, cheers, cheers, cheers. I'm going to act like I'm doing it. Listen, you come on, and, and, and if you got if you got something to talk about, something that, that's crazy that you can talk about, we always want to answer. I have to talk about with you, boy. A lot. Mm. Uh-oh, you in trouble. Yo, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. That's the female that's version of me. That's my brother. Like, literally, that is my brother. Seriously. And I have a little brother named Justin, and I have... Now I have two brothers named Justin. There you go. Good night. Good night, mama. Good night. All right. Good night, guys. Michelle, good night. Michelle, good night. Michelle's going, Michelle's going, to, going to bed, so say good night. All right. Good night, guys. That's mama Rick. Melissa. Bye. She's gone. <laughs> yo, bro, oh, but yo. I think that uh, we had a successful day. Didn't think it was going to take this long, but we had a good day. Nah, man. Look, listen. We got another. We got another good episode, man. This is. Well, we didn't get to everything else we wanted to get to, but. Bro, and that this is, but this is what's happening every week. We having so many topics. Nah, we only get to like fact. two, three. Nah, that's a fact. That's a fact. But I love it. I love it, man. I I love everybody in here. I love everybody just watching us. I love everybody. Just, just, just experiencing this with us. Like I feel happy, man. I feel good every weekend. Yeah, no, I look forward to these, man. I look forward to these. I look forward to engaging with the people. I look forward to having the back and forth dialogue with you. Like, is this good conversation, good content? And it's only going to go up from here. Nah, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good shit. It's good shit, man. It's good shit. How, how, anything else you want to talk about? Or how we how we doing? We good? Nah, we good, man. I just want you to get the Hold music on. ready, man. I want to hear. I'm about to put on that shit on out. right now. I'm about to open this bottle of wine to celebrate the great episode that we just had. You gonna open it now? I'm gonna open it now, man. I'm gonna open it now because my man, man I'm not like, getting off of this until you take a drink with me. So open that shit. Come on, man. Don't nah, bro. Let's do screw, it. I gotta go find my corkscrew, bro. I don't know where it's at. I'm gonna do this.
We're going to have um, a producer, Shawnee, and we're also going to have a young YouTube influencer in Donzo. They're going to come in to talk about how the OGs and the youth can come together to make the community a better place. Also, um, like he said, one of them is a the producer, so we're going to try to talk to him about music. We're going to try to get, we're trying to pick his head, and another one's a YouTuber. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I don't know too much about YouTube, so I'm hoping that he gives me some perspective. Um, if anybody on here wants to do anything Wednesday, Thursday, about thing, we we willing to just come on. Um, and then thank you, guys. Again, we're going to be here next Saturday. Again, just meet him. If anybody want to come on, we not scared to talk to y'all. Right? Most definitely. We're looking forward to the debate. We embrace debate here. We love when y'all come on and give y'all opinions, different perspectives. Please continue to watch, continue to support, like, comment, share, tell your friends about it. This is going to be on every Saturday from now on. So we're going to give y'all great content to engage with. Make sure y'all tune in. Yeah, we love everybody here. Like, we all family. So we appreciate everything and everybody. And thanks for the support. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for the streams. Thanks for all that. And you know what? Like, we going to say this every time because we care. We care about everybody. So thank you, guys. Um, everybody, have a great night. Yo, bro, I'll talk to you later. All right, bro. Another great one for the culture. Hat 40. <laughs>